Will you get off your phone? I was editing. All right. Oh, we're still going? You know what? Dude, we're recording. Oh! Oh! Okay. Get off your damn phone. All right, here we are. All right. Hey, Max. Lorenzo. Lorenzo! You brought one. Oh, yeah, dude. I bought the uh, Murphy Good. It's always good to have a little screw-top swill when you're recording episode 10 of Magazine Podcast. Just to educate our, our wine viewers. Uh, viewers? Kind of, yeah. This is a, a show you listen to. People can't actually see us? <laughs> oh, my God. you got to put some secret cameras in oh, here. Oh, man. I've had a weird perception of this podcast. Yeah. What are we drinking? I said we're drinking Murphy Good Pinot Noir. Yeah. Now, we got some weird cups. What did you bring? <laughs> Well, I brought some goblets. One is Leatherface, and one is uh, Jason Voorhees. And, you know, if you want to see any of this crap, go to my Instagram, Max Cook Uncorked. I love Instagram. It's so great. It's so great. You know what's great about Instagram? You don't have to put up with a bunch of shitty comments or people trying to collaborate with you on your comedy or vision like on Facebook. Because if I post something on Facebook where I'm trying to be funny, I got 18 comedy writers trying to enhance my shit, improve my shit. And what's worse, sometimes people will like what they're saying more than what I'm saying. I don't need that in my life. No. Well, you know, I've said this before in, in previous episodes. I am not a social media guy, but people, their actions dictate what other people do, and I'm kind of being forced to go there. Yeah, you'll have no choice sooner I or later. I don't think I will. I'm going to have to succumb to all that pressure. Like, this show doesn't have a Facebook page. Right. And I think probably it's time, but... I'll well, maybe we it. should get more than 10 listeners first before you decide to start the <laughs> Facebook page. Oh, come on. No, but I will give you we this. We started with zero. Speaking of uh, uh, people who listen and speaking of social media, although YouTube, I guess, I don't know what that is. That's just videos. But a guy named Duarte Glenn, maybe Glenn Duarte, um, he posted a comment on one of my videos on my second YouTube channel, the Max Cook channel. Yeah. Not the Bowler Hat channel. Right. Where the Tony Soprano videos are, but on another channel. <clears throat> and here's what he wrote. Are you ready? Because I asked him how he found me, because he mentioned Magazine Podcast. Oh. Because uh, we were talking about uh, David Lynch's uh, reboot of oh, Twin Peaks. Right. Uh, the Return, which is exhilarating art. Anyhow. But he writes... Enjoyed your content on here for years, and I typed your name into the podcast app I use, and I was pleasantly surprised to find Magazine. I love it. Great show with good people. Wow. That means that the show is great, but we're just good. No, that's a really nice compliment, don't that's you fantastic. think? Well, I'll take good. I've been called a lot worse. Oh, absolutely. You know, well, maybe he's maybe he turned into listener 11. I don't know. You know? I don't know, but he's listening. And well, thank you for listening, dude. Yeah, I think it's totally uh, cool that he posted that. I was like I, really, uh, you know, I mean, I was really moved. I think it's great. Let's toast to him. Hey, right. Here's hey. to Glenn Duarte. All right, Glenn. Thank you so much, dude. Now, I don't want to be a bummer coming from this amazing high about Glenn. Yes. But, uh, oh, we've got a freaking drummer playing. Yeah, here comes our percussion. Uh, if you hear all that drumming people, really sorry. There's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> but I'm really bummed because last week... Chris Cornell of Soundgarden hung himself. Yeah. And it really bummed me out. 
Me too. And, you know, I mean, they're dropping like flies. Guy was only 52, one of my faves in the world of rock and roll, an amazing voice, um, great singer and musician. Actually, the guy started as a drummer, if you didn't know that. No. Um, and, you know, from the outside, you think that these people have everything. They're good looking. They're rich. They're rock stars playing in front of thousands of people. And obviously, he wasn't very happy and he killed himself. Right. You know, so, you know, you got to live every day, but it just goes to show that even people that you think have everything right. inside their own head, you have no idea what's going on. Right. And I'm bummed. I just wanted to, you know, publicly say that I'm really. I'm did sad. you see the drawing that I did of him? I did. Yeah, yeah, you posted that. I worked very hard on and that. And it looked fantastic. I uh, I love Soundgarden. I lived in Seattle when that whole scene was exploding. I was there when Kurt Cobain killed himself. And uh, You were in I, Seattle? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I didn't he lived right up the street from me. No when, shit. When, yeah, I oh. lived on uh, Lakeside Avenue South, right on uh, Lake Washington. Right. And uh, gosh, it must have been six months into my tenure there that uh, that Kurt killed himself. Wow. Allegedly. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing about Cornell. This is a guy who, uh, I mean, I've always loved this stuff. I have all his solo records. Um, some of them, I think there was one that many considered a misfire. He was kind of working with Electronica, but uh, I dug it. Mm -hmm. I, I just dug everything the dude did. Yeah. And I was actually kind of hoping, I was going to ask you actually, hey man, you want to go see Soundgarden on this new tour? Yeah. And, uh, and then he, and then he he killed himself, and it was so crazy because uh, I went back and started listening to everything again. The darkness, dude, in those lyrics. Fucking, I mean, Black Hole Sun's a huge hit, but that is a bleak yeah. song. It's beautiful. Right. But it's some dark shit. I mean, the dude was dark. Well, you know, it's almost like you mentioned Kurt Cobain. I remember before Kurt Cobain died, and people said, you know, you, you don't seem really happy. You know what's going on with you? And he said, read my lyrics, dude. Yeah. It's all there. Yeah. Probably the same with Chris. If yeah. you just now pick apart the lyrics, it's probably all yeah. there, how dark the guy was. Yeah. So. Well, people people's perceptions of an artist are, are, are always askew. I mean, we obviously blow them up to be these epic legends that are larger than life and all this other stuff. And then there's, like, the chicks who look at, oh, he's a husband. Oh, he's a daddy. It doesn't matter. The dude was suffering. The dude was suffering. And if you look at some of that footage of that last show in Detroit, it's crazy. Like, a lot of people were posting, something's off with Chris tonight. Really? Something's going on with I didn't, Chris tonight. I gotta go check that out. You, it's on YouTube, man. Just just type in that last show at uh, Detroit. And uh, you can tell he's kind of wandering the stage. And, and then the last song they did, mm -hmm. I'm not really familiar with a lot of Led Zeppelin. I know that's probably sacrilegious to many, but... Um, but he performed a, a Led Zeppelin song. Which that, one? That was about Because he was death. a big Zeppelin fan. Yeah, he was. Uh, I, I don't know. But okay. it was one about basically, I'm going to die tonight. I mean, that was the subtext right. in the lyrics. And uh, eerie. Yeah. Eerie. And a shock. And yeah, very shocking, very sad. So, you know. Uh, and I love how when guys like that die, especially on uh, your beloved Facebook, which you don't participate in, all of a sudden you've got a hundred people who are Chris Cornell fans or Soundgarden yeah. fans or Audio Slave fans. I'm like, where do these people come from? Oh, I'm so shattered by the death of Chris Cornell. Right. Oh, yeah? What have you heard? Right. I'm just sad, okay? And they spell Cornell with a K, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So now we've lost Kurt. As far as that scene, we've lost Kurt. We've lost Scott Wheland. Mm -hmm. We've lost um, Who was Lane Staley. Right. We've lost uh, Cornell. Yeah. Uh, Vetter is like it. 
Yeah, pretty much. I'm going hungry. I'm going hungry. I mean. That was pretty good. Speaking of Pearl Jam. Okay. I've been dying to ask you. Did you watch this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony? Here's my answer. Drum beat, please. Yes. It's sort of like spoken word when we're doing the show, and suddenly we have <laughs> random right. bursts of percussion. Really? Well, the people clapping, snapping. Yeah. Get into the vibes of the magazine <laughs> podcast. So what'd you think of it? I thought it was great. I, 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 I liked, uh, it's quite a diverse uh, you know, induction. You yeah. have Joan Baez, Pearl Jam. Oh Yet, my God, she made me cry. And, and, and then you've got Tupac Shakur. Like, and oh. how about when the Inigo Girls came out and performed yeah. with Joan? How great was it that? It was great. It was all great. And uh, Getty Lee playing with Yes. I'm a big old prog guy. I hate Yes. What? I hate oh, Yes dude. so much, dude. All right, I'm going to they beat you up. They are so terrible. Okay, this is, this is like I'm making a fist as we Get speak. Get out of here. Dude, about I Yes? I, I grew up with Yes and uh, Genesis. As awful. A, as a drummer, that's how I cut my teeth on music, is playing all that prog stuff. Listen, I, I didn't fast forward through it because I like the fact that the one of the dudes from... That Steve Howe seems very angry, but the other dude, the big guy in yeah, the cape... Rick Wakeman. Yeah, talking about getting... Uh, prostate exams. Yeah, yeah that was my favorite part. one of the best speech, uh, speeches ever. It's like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, because that was great. No, yes sucks, um, <laughs> but... I can't believe the fist he took up the ass. Um, Nile Rodgers. Uh, first of all, uh, Sheik has been nominated like right. 4,000 times. And once again, they didn't get their induction. Right. But they gave Nile a little a little tribute thing. Uh, like a lifetime achievement thing. But that wasn't an official induction. Right. Well, also, Why he, can't they just give the guy the induction? I don't know. And also, everybody got to be honored by someone playing their music. No one played Nile Rodgers' music. Right. Yeah, there was no That's band. what I'm saying, because yeah. it wasn't an official induction. Uh, that's really sad, because the guy totally deserves it. He's yeah. a, I'm a big fan of his. Now, what, what did you think of Steve Perry coming out? I thought it was great. Those Journey dudes, they, uh, they don't get along. No, they don't. Uh, uh, but the Perry came out, and you can tell, you can tell that his voice is very tired. He probably yeah. can't sing those songs anymore. Well, that's why he didn't do it. That's why the, the Filipino guy that did it. That little Filipino he's, fucker was rad! He's fantastic. That's why he got the gig. Wow. Speaking of YouTube, he was found on YouTube. It was sort of American idol at first when he <laughs> yeah. started singing, but then I was like, yeah. no, I'm really getting into this guy. Yeah. Like, he's a really solid performer. It was almost like the ultimate Journey tribute band. Right. You know, but it was Journey playing with another singer. Yeah. But, yeah, it was all good, and it was a good one, and... Um, I thought that uh, Snoop Dogg's induction oh, of Tupac so great. Was, that... was hysterical and great. Don't and you love him? Yeah. Did you and... know he has a reality show with Martha Stewart? No. Yeah. Oh. Martha and Snoop Dogg have a show together I... where they, they hang out and they get stoned. Well, I don't I bet Martha <laughs> might get oh, a little I'm sure wild. she tokes, absolutely. But uh, they hang out in her kitchen. They bake goods together. And it, it, it's 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 crazy. I haven't seen it. They make brownies. Yeah, yeah, but they're always together. Wow, they're like having an affair. <laughs> well, you know what can I say? I mean, obviously, he, he fact, likes, fact is uh, he likes her for her prison cred. You know, her prison cred. Yeah, well, yeah, she probably has more than he does. <laughs> you know, bow wow wow Those days. Those days. Hello. He stopped. The days of bow, ow, ow, yo, yibie, bow. Isn't that Snoop? Well, it's Snoop and, and almost 20 other rappers back right. in the day. You know? I mean, they all borrowed from each other and they all sampled the same stuff. I didn't stuff. know much about Tupac. 
Um, yeah, me neither, frankly. I mean, I, I'm, you know, probably because I'm white, but but I love black rap acts, you know. Mm-hmm. I just love black people, but uh, but but I'm a big whitey, and but when it comes to Tupac, I didn't really know much about that dude other than he was killed. Well, didn't you grow up in the ghetto? I mean, <laughs> I was it's so funny, I was bust to the ghetto while the black kids were bust to you know my neighborhood back in high school. Oh, where were I? you bust to? Dude, I was bust to Bacoima. Really? I had to go to a magnet school on Bacoima. Oh, wow. I was with the Vatos and the and the inner city black kids. Cool. Oh, it was great. Yeah. What an education on uh, right. street stuff. But, um, they were, I mean, in high school, those are the people that I hung out with. Oh, yeah, also right? Much cooler than the white kids. I'm yeah. not knocking white kids. No, no, white they, kids they, are a snore. They were just, yeah, they just weren't very interesting. So um, all the Latinos and, uh, and the blacks were my buds. Yeah. It was great. It's so funny, like... You know, again, with Facebook, like, I have a lot of friends from high school who are chicks. And back then, you know, there was this one chick uh, that, I, that I was fond of, and I'm friends with her now. And, you know, she's pooped out eight kids. And, and, and you know, we have to always see pictures of her and her husband loving on each other. And, you know, you just want to hurl. But it's like, wow, I remember being in drama class with her once. And she was sitting up high on a table, and she had her legs open because she was wearing, like, a, a big cotton skirt. And she didn't know that her, uh, you know, her patch was exposed. Like, I saw her underwear, which were pink, like pink cotton panties. And then underneath that, a big, fat maxi pad. Like, her legs were open. Wow. And there's that maxi pad. And there was, there might have been a little blood stain. But it was like, whoa, she's having her period, and she's opening her legs for all of us to see, and she has no idea. And that was 30 years ago. And you were totally turned on. Oh, yeah. So you were a total perv back then. Oh, I would have peeled those panties off and put that pad off and gotten in there. <laughs> do, you, do, you, uh, do you mind when a woman is um, on her period going I, down there? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I do. Ew, really? Yeah, it isn't my fave. I, I would you rap. don't like the special sauce? No, no, no. I don't like the uh, the the pomodoro entry. But uh, <laughs> I would rather, wow. rather wait till uh, till all that is passed. Sure. Yeah. Until so she flushes all that out naturally. Yeah. And that that's just, just becomes me. a little um, cream egg from Cadbury no, again. If if you like a little extra tanginess. Well, I don't love it. I, I'm just saying, if it happens, I'm not going to stop. If all it right. happens to be that time. Okay. Well. It's not, it's not, if, if my wife says to me, oh, yeah, I, I've got, she didn't say that. She doesn't say, yeah, I can't, I have my period. Because mm-hmm. she knows that that's not going to fly with me. Right. I'm getting in there. Yeah. I don't, you don't care what's going on in there. I, I'm like uh, the Kool-Aid man crashing <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> Crash, bang, a boom, a hum, a hum. Well, dude, number one, whatever floats both of your boats. <laughs> uh, I definitely get the, uh, the warning message when... Uh, she has that time of the month. It's like, no, we're not doing that today. Yeah. So that's okay. That's, Your wife still gets her period? Yeah. Think so. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> you know, she doesn't say. She hasn't gone through menopause yet? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going I, I, on with we, this conversation. We didn't get the memo, but... Uh, you know, it's possible. It's possible. I can't reach your glass. It's okay. Actually, I have I have enough wine. You have enough? I, I'm cool for right now. My, my goblet is uh, fairly full. All right. So... Um, Max, besides the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 
you know, talking about all the all the wonderful inductories and, and hanging out with black people and all that kind of thing, which is great. It leads me to another topic. Uh-oh. And this is what just happened. I hope that there are not too many drums in this uh, recording, because there's a lot of drums yeah, behind Yeah, it'll kill the show. Uh, it's I, very distracting. I was hoping that he wouldn't play, but this oh, guy, playing. he plays every fucking day. Good. He's dedicated. He, he's he's dedicated. putting in his 1,000 hours. Yeah, he's putting in his 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours. 10, hours. It, and I wish he would stop now. <laughs> so um, I recently took a trip to D.C., Washington, D.C. Right of passage. Oh, man. And it was great. I highly recommend going there to every single American. It is an absolute amazing American history lesson, how this fantastic country happened. And it's amazing that we actually ever happened. And one of the highlights was I went to the brand new African American History Museum. Right. Yes. Do you notice when I said that his drums got louder? Yeah. So it was fantastic. It's quite a very sad, engaging, amazing, tragic story. Um, if you could ever go to D.C., especially go to that museum, but just travel all around, learn about the history of this country. It's a fucking amazing place, and uh, a big foodie town. I'm a big foodie. I love trying do new restaurants, different kinds of food. Restaurants up your ass. Really, really cool. And uh, and it was great. Now, you've been to D.C., and you loved it as well. Yes, and I stayed in a hotel, and you stay in Airbnb, and I, yeah. I just think... That's really gross, and I want to know why that is so much better than a hotel. It's just because you're trying to save money. No, well, you do save no, no, money. No, no, uh, slow down. Let me ask you something. All right. You go into this Airbnb. Yeah. How do you know that the sheets are clean? In a hotel, you know that the maid has come in and changed the sheets. Mm -hmm. You know you're getting fresh towels. Right. You know you're getting a nice, uh, the little soaps and the toilet paper. This Airbnb, it's just hell's a popping. It's anything goes. It's like Wild West. Like, what happens? How do you know that the sheets are clean? You couldn't be more wrong. Number one, I only choose a place that's got many, many reviews. And... It's reviewed by people, obviously, that's been staying there from all over the world. And it isn't like Yelp. Well, I don't think you can really trust Yelp these days. But Airbnb, the reviews are true. And you can definitely read a lot of reviews and get if the place is clean. Number one, they take a cleaning deposit, and you can contact the owner, and they assure you it's going to be clean before you get there with... By who? By the owner of the place. These are privately owned. And the thing is, though, it doesn't behoove them to keep it like shit, because if, if you're sleeping and there's mites and bed bugs, it's going to get out and no one's going to want to stay there and you're not going to make money. So it behooves them to make it... What? <laughs> as clean as possible. This drummer is literally on cocaine. He's actually getting louder as we uh, talk. So it behooves them to what? To make their place clean mm. and to have a clean place. And every place we've been to, we've been about five of them. It's been great. So you're telling me that the owner themselves, they come in and they have, how many sets of sheets do you think they have for each bed? Like four? Four sets for each bed? Well, number one, we don't need two beds. We have one bed. No, Some but I'm saying four, like what if you're sharing with, uh, you're traveling with another couple and they're staying in another room. Yeah. So it's a two bedroom. Right. Two beds. Yeah. So I would imagine they would need multiple sheet they sets. They do. We've actually seen them in the closet. We've seen their supplies. Uh-huh. And they do kind of run it like a hotel because if they're popular, they have a very, very large group of people staying right. there. All, and they're very, very booked. Right. So it's hotel-ish in that way. 
Right. So we, I've had nothing but great experiences. But are they taking the Comet cleanser in the sink? Like, okay, yeah. some fat every, every, Yugoslavian guy just slept in the bed that you're sleeping in at the Airbnb. Unlike a hotel where the maids come in and they, you know, they clean it all up. It's sort of like, yeah, we'll just change the seats. But what if he, like, blew a snot rocket in the sink and... That was the night before, and then he checked out, and then you check in the next day. Have they scrubbed that sink with Comet? Yes. A lot of the times, like I don't a hotel, believe it. I don't you, believe you it at all. You can't even check in until about 3 o'clock because they're cleaning it for you from the night before. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I think you're just being cheap. I no. think you're just trying to save money. I think Airbnb, why is it called Airbnb? Well, that's a whole other story. It started in San Francisco by a guy who wanted to make more money. I don't trust him. And he had the idea, because there was a big convention coming in town, and he knew that all of the hotels were booked. So he thought, you know what? I'm going to make a quick website, and I'm going to put that people can stay in my room. Yeah. And all he had was an air mattress. Yeah. He didn't even have another bed, so he called it Airbnb. Because all he had was an air mattress, and people actually paid him to stay there, and his light bulb went on, and he made this website and this company, and now he's a multi-billionaire. I'll tell you what I don't like also. Like in my building, because I live in a condominium building, I pay a mortgage. Some people, and this is against the code, this is against the bylaws, mm -hmm. you are not allowed to do this. The owner will move out of the unit and turn the unit into an Airbnb, so you've got all these transient motherfuckers who come in, oh, Airbnb, I'll stay there for three weeks. And you don't know who anyone is in the, like, I can't even tell you right now how many strangers are in my building where I pay a mortgage and I don't know who they are. Right. It's so weird. And I'm it like, who are you? Yeah, people you've never seen before, and then five days later, they're gone. They're gone. You know, yes, it isn't legal, and a lot of cities don't like it, and people that... I bet if you were 20, you would stay at a hostel. No, I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that. One thing about Airbnb Have you is seen that... the movies Hostel? Hostel I, I 1, saw, 2, and 3. I saw one. Yeah. Fucking creepy. Right? Yeah, you loved it. I know you I, did. I do. I actually have grown to appreciate those films right. much more than I used to. I'm sure. <laughs> None of my experiences are like that. Okay. Not even one. Um, so I highly recommend it to everybody. But that's what I do. It's, it's less people than a hotel. Right. Normally you get a much bigger room. It's quieter. It's less people. It's more spacious. And it's less money. What's the problem? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, so like, you can stay in your fucking Ritz-Carlton like if you want to. I like Ritz-Carlton. Actually, I do too. I want to get up and go down to the breakfast buffet, and I want to come back, and my room's been cleaned, and you just, I love that. When you put the little card on the door, service please, or whatever, and then you come back and you see that the card is gone, perfect. I love when you open a hotel door and look down the hallway, and you see the maid cart rolling up, and it's getting closer and closer and closer to you, perfect. I like talking to the maids and saying, hey, would you mind terribly? I'm going to step out now. Oh, of course, of course. And they go and they clean your room, and you come back, and the beds are made and everything. That said, the last time we hung out... <laughs> I showed you a video from my new favorite YouTube channel. Yeah, you did. This is Dan Bell. And if you guys haven't seen this, you have to go. He has two series. One is the Abandoned Mall series, where he films malls that have basically economically died. And the other one is the Dirty Motel Room series. And what he does is him and his buddies, they go online to uh, your Yelp or whatever, and they find the worst rated hotels, 
motels rather, in the country, and they go and they stay in these rooms, and these are rooms where people have died in bed. These are rooms where there has been like suicide by gun. Like there's blood splatter everywhere, there's DNA everywhere, they rip open the sheets, there's there's the, cum stains. Yeah, there's... cum stains, uh, the soils of the dead are in the in the fibers of everything. It's fantastic. So you guys gotta check that out. <laughs> We're all fired up. This is what happens. We haven't done a show in so long. I know. Like there's a million things to talk about. We're like a couple of jabbering teenagers. Well, you know, we love travel. I travel, you travel, and we're going to get to that. You're about to go to someplace really cool next week. Yeah. But, you know, in this sharing economy, whether it's Uber or Lyft or Airbnb, if you own a place, you can make money. If right. you own a car, you can make money. You're not dependent upon some big company that you now have to partner with and work with. Um, of course, Airbnb takes a cut, Uber takes a cut, so does Lyft, but you, can, you don't have to, um, you know, be a taxi driver and work for the taxi company. You're your own boss uh, under the umbrella of the company. I think that's a good thing. I think it gives people more choice. Aren't you into choice? I love the choice of a hotel. <laughs> Which you... hotel do I want to stay at? <laughs> if, if my I, wife... I got I to ask this. Yes. Because I purposely... I just stay in hotels. I'm not anti-hotel. I've stayed in many hotels throughout my life. I rarely have the maid come. Do you have the maids wash your towels and sheets every day? The towels, yes, not you're, the sheets. You're wasting so much water. Oh, stop you're it. pouring more detergent. No, 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 not the sheets. Just you are the environmentally oh, irresponsible. Please, please. I have no children. Why do you hate the earth? I love the earth. I, I, I never ask them to do the sheets because they have that little card that they say, hey, let us know if you want us to change the sheets. We never change the sheets. Oh, we right. always keep the sheets. But you don't, but you don't, towels, towels, come on. They uh, wash 800 towels in yeah, one Yeah, but look. they still have to use no, water. No, I don't want it. I, I, want, I want that opportunity. I use the same towel over and over again at home. I want the opportunity to have fresh towels. <laughs> Every day I've earned it. That's what's called a vacation. You need a fresh Hot towel every day. Oh, when I'm in a hotel, not at home. Why are you such a prince? Because I'm Prince Cook. <laughs> I'm actually a king. In your own mind, maybe. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm King Fuckstick. Oh, fuck. Every day's a new towel for you. I said a towel to do. A towel to do. I said a towel to do. I said a towel to do. Only when I go out of town do I want a different towel every day. But when I'm home, I always use the same damn towel on my body and boots. I said a Alright, alright. Your two bucks your towel. This is insufferable. Well, must we record under these conditions? You know, I had no idea he was going to be here. Actually, right before he got here, it was so quiet, and I thought to myself, oh, it's going to be a great quiet day. The moment we sat down, you know, Buddy Rich started banging away. Um, I'm hoping that actually my body blocks the mic enough. <laughs> so, you know, sorry everybody listening, but uh, if you hear a lot of drums, there's <laughs> absolutely nothing we can do about it. So, Max, you're about to embark on your favorite place in the world, which is the city of... Well, it's the northern or the town central of. coast town of Cayucas. You love Cayucas. I do, I do. And, you know, I uh, still can't travel. I was supposed to actually go with my wife to New Orleans for the uh, HR conference she has to go to every right. year. And that was going to be an epic trip. But I'm not taking any trips until my dog, Mickey, has um, moved on to the next level of oh, okay. life. Nothing. Really I'm not leaving him home. behind. Right. So 
So this will this could potentially be his last trip to Cayucas. Is he uh, really that bad off? He's got cancer. What are you talking uh, well, about? We've been following this story. But he's up and down. I was going to get to that, but since you brought he's, it up. He's up and down, but now he's, he's, I mean, look, he got a new pill, and it's $2 a pill, and he gets two of those a day, so that's $4 a day. I don't do math, but he's got a 30-day supply, and then I have to get more for him. And right now, it's helping to regulate his insulin because he has insulinoma. You know, he's, his insulin, he will have these catastrophic blood sugar drops where he can't move. It was terrifying last week because at one point, uh, I was actually going to go out because I've been kind of staying home, being nursemaid to my pug. And uh, he woke up one morning and he couldn't walk. His rear hinds had given out. Wow. And it was because he was so weak from this blood sugar plummet. So, we're going to just drive up to my favorite. This is where I want to die. I see, in many ways, I don't want people to know about Cayucas because, uh, you know, then everyone's going to want to go there. But it never happens because no one ever wants to go there. They all want to go to Cambria. Right. Good. Go to fucking Cambria. Cambria, to me, is like the Airbnb of the Central Coast. Uh. You all go there. I'm going to go to my little town, Cayucas. Now, it's a Central Coast town. It's got everything you need. And we go and we stay at the Shoreline Inn on the beach. And it's dog friendly. You show up. You get a clean towel for the dog. You get a little bowl for the dog. You get little treats. And you stay on the second floor facing the water. And it's heaven on earth. But here's the problem. For the first time, we've been going to this place since 2008. For the first time, Donna, the caretaker, who has become a very dear friend of mine, will be gone. She's moved on. There is no more Donna the caretaker. You mean spiritually she's moved no, on? No, no, she, she just got a new job. She just retired. Oh, okay. So she used to, she talks like this. No joke. You met Donna. I met her once, yeah. Yeah, do you remember that she talked like this? Kind of kind of like a Harvey Firestein. Absolutely. <laughs> Harvey Firestein. Oh, my God. Max, I'm moving on in my life. I'm moving down to Placentia to be closer to my grandkids. Dude, she she was half the reason for going up there. What's the other half now? New towels? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I have towels when I'm awake? All right. Take your fucking Let towels. Let me have my towels. All right. But, but besides dog-friendly, it's on the beach. Because I've traveled with you there. It's a gateway to amazing wine yes. tasting. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, it's Paso Robles, which it, is the right. greatest region in the state. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're going up there. And th let me tell you something. This is much needed. I, I haven't had... I haven't been away this year. Right. You know, you go on vacation eight times uh, a month. I, I don't. I don't have that luxury. So now it's going to be really nice to hit the fucking road and get out. Get you, out. You deserve it. I deserve it. You're going to have a great time. I'm going to have a great and, time. But also, it's also a wine reconnaissance trip because yes. now you always share with me new varietals yes. and new wineries, all boutique <laughs> wineries. Yes, I do. That you come back with and we yes, have I little do. wine parties. You can say, Lorenzo, I just, you know. Here's a new winery yeah. called, you know, uh, you know, Jim Schmidt Wine. Yeah. And uh, it's great. It is great. And this will be interesting because, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about. Last time we spoke, or hung out rather, I told you I had to get uh, a breathing machine, a CPAP. Yeah. To help me sleep. Well, wait, wait, wait. we're, we're going to go back further. You did a whole sleep test. I did a sleep study, yes. 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 With a fantastic picture of you. <laughs> Yeah, that's also awesome. Everybody go on to Instagram. Max Cook's uh, Facebook page and check Instagram, out the picture. Instagram, Instagram. Instagram, sorry. That's okay. He doesn't know what he... Don't, don't promote social media because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> go to my Instagram. So, no, here's the thing. Um, 
so yeah, I had to have the sleep study because, it, and it's so funny with you because this is when you can be so irritating. We were talking in text, and I said to you, you know, because you had sinus surgery, I had sinus surgery. I've had lifelong allergy problems. I don't think you have allergies. A uh, little bit. Yeah. Not like not well, I would not as bad as you. Yeah. But I, I've just had everything wrong. So that's one of the many reasons why occasionally more these days than not, I've had, you know, troubles breathing at night. And then I'm the one who said to you, I said, and another thing, you know, I've kind of put on some weight and, you know, that doesn't really help when you're asleep and you're, you know, the snoring starts because, you know, the, the body mass doesn't help either. And then you said right after that, well, you know, another thing is the weight, you know, you do have some weight you probably have to take off. And it's like, I just told you that. Do you have to make... Do you have to add insult to injury? I wasn't insulting. I just told you I put on some <laughs> fucking weight. So it actually helped me, though, your your annoyance, because uh, <laughs> I'm down 11 pounds since I last saw you. Really? Yeah. Wow, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. So, so Do you have to buy new towels because of that? I'm getting the CPAP machine on Friday. Really? And this is very funny. But, I'm going but, in. But what you're saying is the sleep study dictated that you do need this now. It did. Okay. It did. They, they said you, you'd have mild sleep apnea. Oh, okay. It, it does happen, all but right. it is not all night long. I would recommend the CPAP. You don't have to have it, but I would recommend it. And you know what I'm thinking, Lorenzo? I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to be 47 years old. I, I'm a very, very fucked up guy, and I frustrate a lot of people as much as they love me. I'm thinking, maybe it'll be nice to get some fresh air, like, well, like some oxygen to right. my brain, like real oxygen. Mm -hmm. That's what this machine provides. You put the distilled water in there along with something else, and mm -hmm. it shoots up through the hose through a mask and into your head. So you wear a mask every night, and the mask has a hole yes. in it with a hose that goes in your mouth? No, no, into the oh. machine. Oh, into the machine. The, the <laughs> and you're pumping air. No, no, I, I'm, I'll be Dennis Hopper you're from... Like Frank, yeah, you're Frank Booth. I'm every Frank night. Booth. Yeah. Max wants to fuck. I'll fuck anything that moves. So um, that's what's going to be happening. So I'm going to pick this machine up, and it's so funny. I had the option. The lady goes at the machine place. She goes, "Well, do you want to rent it or do you want to buy it? Because you can't do both." I'm like, "Oh, really? Because I was kind of hoping I could rent it, right, and see if I even liked it." before I committed to buy And she goes, no, you can't do that, not with your insurance. I said, you know what, fuck it. I'll just buy it because, you know, insurance will pay 80% anyway. And honestly, I don't want to share a machine who, uh, or which was used by another dude. Right. You know, like the, the film and the fluids. And what if it was used by a really hot chick? Uh... Um, maybe. Well, how, how, why does it have to be a dude? Uh, well, that the horrors of my mind go to oh, okay. some horrible <laughs> fat guy who used it, and his his saliva and his uh, yeah. films and his soils have penetrated them. So I want a fresh buy. machine right. all to myself. Okay. So I'm going to get the machine. I'm going to learn how to use it. I'm going to have a hose attached to a mask. I wear the mask over my <laughs> nose and mouth because I'm a mouth breather. Right. I'm a mouth breathing mongrel. I see. So I'm going to have that. And so then basically now you're wife is sleeping with Leatherface. Yes. And yes. she's totally turned on. But yeah, it's completely unsexy, but she won't hear me if okay. I snore. That's she true. Won't. Well, yeah. hopefully you won't snore at all. And the main thing is that you're actually going to be even more refreshed yes. with, because you've been sleeping well. Now I'm. Now you understand. I, I understand. It's just going to be a pain in the ass to put on a fucking mask every day and hit a button that goes... And, 
all night long. <laughs> it's not going to be that loud. All They're right. very quiet. All right. But but I'm 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 um yes I'm nervous because I am a bit of a claustrophobe. Right. Well, you'll, it's it's going to take a lot to get used to. Yeah. I hope it works. I really do. Yeah. Now I have to go back to the original test. That must have been a fucked up night's sleep. Yeah. To sleep with like electrodes on your face yes. and all over your body. All over your body. People are watching you all night long. Oh and you're, yeah. And you're you're tr- looking up at the cameras. Right. It's disorienting. Wow. You have to have one of those things hooked up to your finger. Really? You know, that... that Monitors the, your heart rate? Yeah, or, oh, everything is monitored. You're this big lab rat for the night. Dude, I had electrodes, electrodes. I had things hooked up from stern to stem, stem to sternum, bow to... What is it, a boat? A bow to a stern? A bow to a stern. Yeah, from head to toe, head bow to, to stern. Okay. So... Yeah, it's completely uncomfortable. And forget about having to get up in the middle of the night to pee. You have to call nine people. You have to be unhooked. You have to be rerouted. You have to be rewired. You have to be moved here. You have to be moved there. It couldn't be the worst night's sleep ever. Oh, it's And awful. then they say, you have a sleeping problem. Yeah. <laughs> of course I they do. I seriously thought I only slept for an hour. I bet you did. But they, uh, but, and, and here's another thing. Are though. they tied into the company that sells these machines? Uh, that's a good question. I have no idea. Okay. I would imagine so. Oh, it, it, the it, whole it, thing's a fucking racket. Absolutely. Are you kidding? It seems like it is. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah, get these machines. And then, because, you know, it's not just the machine. Then you have to have the monthly, you know, supplies. There's, there's things you have to order every right. month. And then they got a new client in me. Oh, it's it, it, it's all, listen, all of this is just leading to the grave. <laughs> well, hopefully though, before you die, you get a really good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can sleep. And then you can die. Forever. Ever. I think this drummer's on coke and meth. And uh, he will not stop. And of course, the moment that we're done recording this, guess what's going to happen? He's going to call it for the day. Max, I'm I'm looking forward to having you be well rested. If you're a well rested now, Max Cook, for maybe the first time in decades, are you going to be less edgy, surly, and angry? would that be? I know. Am I going to have some kind of Max <laughs> Cook I actually don't like? Or are you going to be, hey, Lorenzo. Hey, Lorenzo. How wow. are you? Come over and smell the flowers with yeah. me. Yeah. So listen, um, I found a great Airbnb in Vancouver. <laughs> I'm so excited. You were right all along about Airbnb. I'm not going to contest that at all. It's delightful and clean. And guess what? I'm using the same towel on my ass crack and beanbag as I've used all week. I might have Nicole actually uh, <laughs> unplug the machine every night. I don't want that Max good. I don't think that I'm down with that kind of Max. Yeah, because <laughs> you enjoy watching me suffer. I do. I do. I love... <laughs> Part of my enjoyment is watching your pain. <laughs> Thanks. <coughs> yeah. Well, Max. Yes. This has been quite educational. Is it over already? It might be. It might be. I mean, I'm... I'm going to leave I you think, with this wine. Are you going to drink more wine? No. I think we've covered a lot. I do, too. You know, in in, in the, the realm of what we're doing in life, that we can experience life. We're going we can... to fix you. I, we're going to fix you on this social media shit. I have a, a very dear new friend. She's very, very cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have her come in. We're going to talk to her, and we're going to get to the bottom of your problem. I think it's time for a new guest. We yeah. Had, we had a guest uh, yeah. episode nine, Yumiko, which was great. This is not a guest for Yeah, one. and she said, don't talk. She didn't want to talk about the show, no. right? She did Why? our show, and she was, I don't know. She was freaked out. I think that she did a great job, and I think she was a little embarrassed, but you know, I, I think she was great. But was she freaked out by me? 
No, she loved you. I think she was kind of freaked out by the process. Did you check her undies and see if there were a little glaze for me? Um, that would be a negative. Mm. I did not do that. That would be a little weird. Love that. Yeah. Well, we'll keep it at, in your head, actually. Okay. You know, and you know what the thing is, though? If you get a lot of sleep, those thoughts might go away. No! You might think of not getting good sleep. I don't want those thoughts to go away. I want those thoughts to be around another day. I like my perverted mind. I love thinking about hot women's behinds. That was great. <laughs> I think you should do that for a living. That's coming. Wow. Um, so what you're saying is, as a teaser, maybe to episode 11, we might have an excellent new guest. Yes. Wow. And she's gonna wait. she's gonna fix you on this whole thing. Well, I guess I need fixing. I guess I need uh, education, motivation, inspiration. Uh, I'll talk to her about it. Uh, I'm thinking it's time maybe that uh, the magazine podcast does have a Facebook page. Yeah, I've been resisting, but you know, I mean, since our our uh, listenership is growing in leaps and bounds, maybe Glenn Duarte will uh, join the page. Wow, that would be fantastic. Maybe he might tell his friends to check us out. It could Word be. of mouth. <laughs> Max, this has been enlightening and a lot of fun. All right, brother. And uh, what can I tell you? Any lasting thoughts for episode 10? We now into double digits. No, no. I'm going to go sit in traffic now and, and go home. Oh, watch Showtime's Twin Peaks, The Return. I've never been more exhilarated by art in the last three, four years. It's magnificent. So the the reboot is definitely worth checking out. I haven't done. It's haven't not done a so. reboot as as much as it's season three, but twenty five years later. Okay. And, and all the same cast of characters came back. There are many, many, uh, many have died. Well, oh. Not many, but a few people have died. A uh, few people are not back. Okay. But um, but uh, Lynch has has returned to the world, but created something else entirely oh, really? as well. Oh, so it's an entire expansive. New, yes. It's yes. a new creative. But you got to know the lore. You got to know the lore of. The first two seasons of Twin Peaks and Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me, or you're really going to be lost. Okay, so there, obviously you got to have a huge back, yeah. a backstory that. Uh, but it's beautifully shot, and I got to tell you, man, the sound design on this fucking show, really? done by Lynch himself. Right, he does a lot of sound work. Is he does he does his own records? It's 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 beautiful. Great. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Check it out. All right. On that note, thanks for listening, everybody. Woo! Max, until next time, everybody, take care. Thanks for listening. Airbnb. <laughs> of course he just stopped. Yeah. <laughs>